Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions. ElementOP.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody, and we are excited to be back here tonight. Uh, Don is MIA. Don Sullivan is not with us. We don't know where he's at. He's not answering texts. He's not answering phone calls. We sent a carrier pigeon. We expect it to be back in two or three days, and then we'll know what happened. But um, we, we missed Don tonight, and so it may just be the fact that those of you that listen live weekly, you know we, we've jumped around a bit since the holidays. Tuesday is a normal time for now. It was Wednesdays for a couple for a year probably, but we switched to Tuesdays. So just going ahead and say at the beginning of the podcast, don't want to forget to say it. For now, for the foreseeable future, Tuesdays at 8 o'clock Eastern, if you like to listen live or jump in the chat room and chat with us while we're doing the show, that is the time. Um, but luckily, another person did show up, and it's a good thing, too, since he's doing all the recording, and that's Mark. Hey, Mark. Greetings, everyone. Yes, I am here. Don will be here tomorrow uh, at a 24 <laughs> hours from now, wondering why we're late. <laughs> yeah, join, in the, join in tomorrow at 8 o'clock if you want, if you want to visit with Don. Uh, but yeah, we switched it. And, and the main reason we switched it, um, most of you know, is that I'm training for a marathon right now. And my, my kind of my training cycle so that I can do my long runs on the weekends, I needed to be able to run on Wednesday nights. And it was, when it was only a few miles, I could sneak it in before, sneak it in after. But for example, tomorrow I need to run eight miles. And I ain't that fast. So it takes me a while. So for me to run eight miles before eight o'clock after I get home from work, and eat dinner or run my eight miles after I get done with the podcast is a little long. So we just bumped it to Tuesday um, for the time being. And so anyway, um, one thing about the podcast, not the podcast, the, the marathon, I just want to throw that reminder out there. Um, maybe if you missed the last last episode is we're still looking for some people who might be willing um, to donate some money to the American Cancer Society. This is not money to me. You're encouraging me. You're sponsoring me. Basically, I'm asking people to donate $50 a mile. That's right. We cut the price in half. $50 a mile to sponsor me on the marathon. You get your name on a t-shirt or you can get in memory of if you have a loved one or somebody that you'd like to, to donate in honor of. If you have a business, you can put www.yourbusinessname.com on the back of my shirt. But everybody that donates gets a shirt and I'm going to be wearing a shirt in the race uh, coming up on St. Patrick's Day. And I've still got some slots available for donors. So uh, feel free to go to one meal, one workout.com and look over on the right hand side and click on the little thing about little thing about sponsoring me and do that. That would be fantastic. I'm running 16 miles this Saturday. I ran 16 last Saturday. And so uh, just plugging right along. And, you know, when Aaron gets to mile 21, his training will take him to mile 20. Yep. And, and that will be the longest he's ever run. So when he hits mile 21, um, I, I, it's going to be a huge motivational um, factor for him to literally know that you've got his back, you know he's gonna he's gonna have the, the your name on his shirt that he can you know he can take it off and look at it and say these are the people who are behind me these are the people I'm running for so it's it's not just um, you know a, a cheap advertisement opportunity uh, it's an opportunity to really um, you know uh, support Aaron as he changes his life and oh by the way help cure cancer how's that for a noble cause there you go so step wind- up people. One of those win, 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 win situations. You don't see many of those four win situations. All right, Mark, do you have anything you want to any any warm up material before we jump in to get talk, start talking to our guests? Ah, uh, let's get right to the good stuff. Let me ask you this though: How are you feeling, Mark? How's the how's the shoulder and the chest from the bicycle wreck? <laughs> well, uh, I'm I'm about ready to get back on and uh, remind myself that I'm old and fat again. Uh, yeah, there you I, go. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're getting back on the horse, though. That's the most important. Yes. So we have with us tonight uh, a very gracious lady who all the way from San Diego. Um, so we're just we're you know it's still prime time over there. She's just just now getting off work practically, I, I guess. Um, even though knowing her profession, she probably never gets off work. She probably works all hours. And we have Kate Deering with us. Um, and so Kate, go ahead and say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me today. Awesome. Kate, if you remember, uh, a couple of weeks back, we did a show and we talked about, we just did some basically kind of some news articles, some interesting news in fitness and food, but we also talked about The Biggest Loser. Kate had written uh, a really great blog post about The Biggest Loser and, you know, maybe some of the, uh, the, the harm it does in addition to the benefits of it. She, she broke it down point by point and we, we basically just went through that 
that blog post with her and talked about the same kind of things because it was it really struck a, a note with me. Um, and so if you if you heard that podcast from a few weeks back, you know who we're talking about already. So Kate, tell us a little. We didn't get into a whole lot on, on that podcast about who you are or what you do. We just said, hey, there's this great blog post and gave the website address and and talked through it. But who is Kate Deering? Well, um, I am a fitness and nutritional consultant, and I say that because I deal with people on all levels, um, meaning when I work with a client, I, I do a, a very thorough lifestyle questionnaire with them, um, first finding out if exercise is actually even the right prescription for them. And I always believe that exercise is a prescription. It's not something that should just be utilized to pound somebody into the ground, you know, and then they need to just kill themselves for the benefits because sometimes that's absolutely the wrong thing for them. And so I work with them on a, like I said, exercise prescription level and then also a nutritional foundational level. And what I have found through my years is that nutrition is a huge part of somebody getting healthy and really losing weight. And if it's not combined with a, the right exercise program for somebody, um, it just doesn't have a long-term effect. And, it, and a lot of times it ends up doing more damage than good to them long-term because I'm sure anyone here has probably gotten on a program sometime in their life, done well for 30, 60, 90 days, and then, you know, whether they were dieting or whatever it was, but stopped and then all the weight came back on and, yeah. you know, they maybe were worse than when they began. And so my whole philosophy is really helping somebody's body and, and to allow them to burn more calories later than they are now and building a better foundation for them so that they are going to be healthier and leaner or thinner, you know, in time to come versus, you know, just broken down and uh, destroyed on some level, which I, I, you know, that's why I wrote the, the article on The Biggest Loser was because I, I felt like those people were just beaten to a pulp. Although, like I said, it, it looked like good TV, but uh -huh. long term, it, it did a lot of damage to all of them. And right. so, well, surely, you know, that, I'm sorry. I mean, the things you've already said, you know, um, really ring true with us you know most fat people which you know i'm i call myself the former fat guy but I, i'm it, it's kind of like that in some ways you i'm i'm a i'm somewhat like the the classical alcoholic they always say you know once alcoholic always alcoholic whether you believe that or not it doesn't really matter but for me i haven't just turned off 40 years of overeating habits you know i, I have to be daily diligent and and think about what i'm doing and if 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 I don't make a lifestyle change, if I don't change the way I approach everything, if I just go in there and say, I'm going to run 10 miles a day every day for six days a week until I get healthy, well, that's not sustainable. <laughs> you know, that, that's, not a, that's not reality. Um, but the, one of the first things you said, which I, I've, I've heard this number thrown around, maybe you can confirm or deny it, is people always say, anonymous people on the internet, say that, it's, that uh, getting healthy is 80% diet and 20% exercise. I don't know if that's a scientific fact or it's just anecdotal evidence but um it seems to me that that in in a lot of ways is very true yes i mean whether those are the specific numbers and they're probably right. different for every individual <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, those are the exact all, numbers kate <laughs> right that's exactly what they are for every person um you know i've been in this business 20 years now and I would probably, I mean, I've seen people, you know, get on a very rigid exercise program that don't change their diet and, and they get little result, but usually at the end of it all, they end up just hurting themselves and, you know, they don't get healthy. And ultimately, when you start any sort of health regimen, exercise or nutrition, it should be about getting healthy and you can't be healthy eating garbage and, you know, trying to plow through, you know, an hour, two hour workout, it just doesn't work. You're just adding more stress to your already stressed body. So, so do you think the opposite is true also that um, even if you eat clean, for lack of a better term, if you sit on your rear end um, 18 hours a day and sleep the other, <laughs> other, however many hours that is, other six, that you're also tend to not be healthy? I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't define that as health either, but I, I, I will let you know, I have found people that have come to me um, and they're, and they're in a very stressed position, meaning they're so unhealthy and they could be, it's because they're working overworked and their body is, 
you know, they might be on all these medications and, you know, their diet is awful and they're not sleeping and all of these things are going on with them. And those are the people that it might be walking five or 10 minutes or doing mm-hmm. stretching. And that's pretty much all their body can handle right now. If I, you know, and that's why when I say, once again, you watch The Biggest Loser and these people are four or 500 pounds and you're immediately putting them through a six to eight hour workout. Right. You have just stressed that poor person out. And now I'm not saying you won't help. They won't lose weight. They obviously lose weight. But really, is that the healthiest thing for their system long term? And it, and quite honestly, it's just not. You know, they need to be starting. And, and I hate to say it, but a 500, 400 pound person needs to take years to lose that kind of weight, not six months. Right. That's been my approach all along. I, I, I was the 500 pound guy. And, uh, I'm happy to say I'm not 500, but I'm I'm not 200 either, uh, and it's going to take years. And and um, I'm I've nobody ever says that, right? You, you nobody ever says what you just said. You know what? It took you 10 years to get fat. It's going to take you five to get less fat, and and right. you don't hear that anywhere. Right. It's unfortunate because in today's world we we are very fast and quick result oriented, you know, society. And we, we all get frustrated if we don't get it quick. And it's because that's what society tells us. Society says quick, fast, 30, 60, 90. Look at the biggest loser. They all lost 150 pounds and look how amazing and happy they are. Well, that's just, <laughs> be, that's know? not reality. That's well, not no, reality. I- and it, quite honestly, it's not healthy. If it was healthy, I'm like, you know, go for it. It's just not. There's nothing healthy about that entire situation other than. They might look good at the end, but just because somebody lost 100, 150 pounds doesn't mean they're healthy. It just means they're lighter. And, you know, it, it doesn't they can, mean they can go that. go to the moon was, and do that. <laughs> that's right. I'm like, I always tell them, I go, I can cut your leg off and you'll be lighter, but I don't exactly. think it's going to help you be healthier. <laughs> yeah, but it, I remember the first time I've, I've watched a few episodes of the show. I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Um, and, I remember seeing that the, like somebody lost 27 pounds the first week. And I remember thinking, you know, even if half of that is water weight, they lost 13 pounds in the first week. And, and just thinking how crazy that was, just what that must have, knowing what little I know, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a, a dietitian. I'm not a, you know, a personal trainer. I'm just a guy that used to be really fat. And now I'm just not quite as fat. Um, and I just remember thinking, that that can't be healthy, and you know I think you touched on it in your article about uh, that fat's got to go somewhere. Your system, your body has to metabolize it. It has to. That's right. It doesn't just evaporate through your pores and disappear like magic. Um, that there really is consequences. Uh, I know I know people who have gastric bypass a lot of times get I believe it's gallstones um, because they lose weight so fast and their body can't metabolize it and uh, and they end up having issues. In fact, I both. Two of the three people I, that I know personally that that had gastric bypass had gallstones at some point, um, right. or kidneys. No, it's gallstones. Yeah, it's gallstones. Right. Some yeah, kind of stone. I, mean, I don't like any kind. Kidney stones, gallstones. I'm I'm against yeah. all of them. Any, any stones in your body is not good. Exactly. That's that is correct. Right. Anytime. Right. We have to always imagine when anything that excretes through your body. Of course, I mean you have a detoxification system, and your skin is part of that detoxification. So sweating alone does. You know, so you do sweat out a certain level of toxins, but the majority do go through the liver and to excrete however it is, 30 pounds. I mean, all your toxins are also held in your fat tissue. So when you're when you're losing all of this, it has to go through that liver. And you better believe that that liver is very overburdened when you when you excrete so much toxicity or liquid or whatever is going through that system so quickly it's just not good for it. You know, I don't care how healthy you are. And I'm going to assume if you're four or 500 pounds, you're probably not in the best of health. Yeah. Well, let, let me, let's just switch gears because that's the way my brain works um, and jump to a couple of things. First of all, katedeering.com yeah. is your website, correct? Katedeering.com. And you've got all kinds of interesting articles and fantastic things on there. And so I just, uh, one of the articles I saw, this is back from October. Um, and I'm, I hope I'm not asking you to, I'm, I'm sure you just have all this right at your fingertips, but, um, there's, you have an article called the great egg debate. Uh-huh. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? I, I love eggs uh-huh. and I've had people like you, 
I've heard both ways over the years. Eggs are horrible for you. You should eat three eggs a day. You should, you know, drink two eggs and a beer before you go run in the snow. I mean, just all that craziness. So tell us about what's your take on eggs, Kate? Well, I, I'm a very quality oriented individual and I think food quality is always the main priority versus the calories or any of that, anything else. So when it comes to an egg, I believe as long as it's a pastured, free-range, soy and corn-free organic egg, and that's a lot to take in. And, um, <laughs> all yeah, I don't think the egg cartons are big enough to put all those words on it. Say that again. Salt-free. <laughs> that label. Corn. Say that all again, please. Okay, so it would be a, a pastured. So they're, you know, the chickens are allowed to be out in a pasture, and and when they're out in pasture, they're they're eating the grass, weeds, worms. Yeah. So they're eating their natural feed, or you know, they're they're fed leaves of some sorts. Um, it's and usually you'll have on the carton it's corn and soy free. So corn and soy are used as fattening agents for a right. lot of animals, cows, pigs, chickens, People. and it's not their natural feed. It's used to just fatten them. And so if they're eating it, guess what? You're eating it. And uh, so they're going to be naturally fed. So they're, it's usually organic, pastured, soy and corn free. And that egg is full of nutrition, including the yolk. And, you know, if you're in a healthy state, you should be able to tolerate one to two of those eggs every day. And okay. I know that certainly is there, there's the cholesterol debate on all of that, too, and that and that could be another topic in general, right. but pro, you know, you gotta have it. Your body my needs. research in itself will tell you that cholesterol in itself is not the enemy. Right. Um, cholesterol in a lot of food is very good for you. You do need cholesterol, and usually it's not the dietary cholesterol that's causing increases. It's usually your own body. Sorry, yeah, if I remember my AMP correctly, almost every um, hormone in your body that good that you need is made as a from a base of cholesterol your body takes cholesterol and turns it into progesterone and estrogen and testosterone and all these other hormones yep. at, from that base of cholesterol so if you don't have you know low cholesterol it could be a problem too <laughs> if you don't have yes. enough right kinds yes absolutely and, it, and they've done lots of studies that people with actually lower cholesterol have a lower mortality rate and when you get older it's the people with the higher cholesterol are, that actually live longer um, because huh. yes, they, I mean, they do, they, they are the basis of all your steroidal hormones and that's your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, cortisol, all of those. And if it's, if it's too low, then, you know, you see, you'll see a lot of issues of infertility, sleep issues, um, impotence, all of these things can go on with people with too low cholesterol. And one thing you mentioned in the article, um, down further in it, and if you go to katedaring.com, you can, you can find this article fairly quick, easily by just jumping to October. Uh, is you mentioned cooking your eggs in coconut oil uh -huh. instead of any kind of vegetable or anything like that. So uh, apparently coconut oil is just a little tougher when you start trying to heat it. Is that what it is? It, it um, resists heat a little better? Well, we we could have a whole other podcast on the vegetable oils. <laughs> versus, We're just going to schedule you for the next six weeks, Kate. That's right. <laughs> coconut oil... Um, and, and like I said, you can reference a lot of articles on my website, but coconut oil is a saturated fat. It, uh, certainly it does come from a vegetable, but it is purely saturated. And when you cook, so anytime you're cooking at a high temperature and we all, and if you're putting it in a pan, trust me, it's over 250, 300 degrees, you right. need to be eating or cooking with a saturated fat because if you do not, that fat is going to oxidize and that's, every vegetable oil out there on the market. They're, they're, they're not saturated. If you cook them at high temperatures, it's going to oxidize. And what that means is oxygen is getting into the fat and causing damage. And then you are going to consume that and it's going to do the exact same thing to your own, your own system. Any sort of oxidant or pro-oxidant in your body is going to cause damage. It's going to age you. It's going to slow your metabolic rate down. It's going to cause stress. So, I always advise people when they're going to use a fat, especially to cook, you want to use like a saturated fat and that includes coconut oil, butter, ghee, ghee is a clarified butter. Um, and, and that's very, it's very opposite of what a lot of us have been told. Right. And that's why a lot of people first, you know, they, they get thrown for a loop. 
But quite honestly, I've, I have self-researched so much of this for the last three years of my life and have just found that so much of what we have been told isn't A, doesn't work, and it's not, it, it's just the wrong, it doesn't make any sense, quite honestly. Right. And this, that was just all bonus, people. The whole egg conversation was a, was a, was a bonus <laughs> mini podcast within the podcast. So there's no extra charge for that one. Uh, let's talk again, uh, just jumping topics around. Cause we, like you said, we could talk about a, a million different things. Um, you mentioned one of the, one of the things when we first started chatting about you being on the show is you made the statement in an email to me. Most people need to get healthy to lose weight, not lose weight to get healthy. Correct. And that's a, that's a fairly counter culture statement. Correct. Um, Compared to, right. you know, which I'm, I'm all for that. I'm, I have no problem being, uh, you know, I'm, I've got long hair right now and I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt. Not, not really. Um, right. So uh, feel free, just take that idea. More, most people need to get healthy to lose weight, not lose weight to get healthy. Just kind of talk about that for a minute. Let's have okay. a little discourse. Well, first off, that quote actually comes from Diane Schwartzbein. She's the uh, lady that um, Suzanne Summers has worked with on the Schwartzbein Principle um, she wrote a book years and years and years and years ago, and then Suzanne Summers kind of did a play on it. But that's where her quote comes, but I absolutely believe it because when you start exercising or you want to start losing weight, if you are in a lower metabolic function, which most people are because they're so damaged on some level, you know, through life and everything we've been doing, we damage our system. And that's why when you age, you feel like you don't burn as many calories or you feel slower and not as much energy. It's essentially, it's, you have a lower metabolic rate and right. we all just assume that comes with age. But my philosophy is it's just come because you've had more years to be toxic. And so if we kind of work on detoxifying you on some level right. and making your body healthier so you actually have an improved metabolic rate, so when we actually start exercising, your body is A, going to take it better because exercise is stress, no, no matter what you do, you it's know true, yeah. I mean? And so if, you ha if you're stressing an already stressed body, once again, you may lose weight. I'm not going to say you won't lose weight, but sometimes you end up even lowering the metabolic rate even more or doing more damage, even though you might not see it um, mm -hmm. long term. It, it will affect people. And that's why, like, once again, we'll go back to the biggest loser. You know, you read about a lot of these people and they get off the program. And then one year or even, you know, two weeks later, they put on 20, 30 pounds, their hair is falling out, they can't sleep, you know, or a year later and they've put on a lot of weight and they can't get back to where they, they started. And they, they just, they've done a lot of damage to their system. So it's, it's a lot slower process. Um, so I usually, you know, I really consult with people and I'll let them know that this is going to be a slower process, but we have to build this foundation first. And then once we have it, then we can start working on the other things that, you know, I know you want to work on. Does that answer Excellent. the question? I think it did. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, uh, I read an article a while back and I don't know if you've seen this exact article. They did a study with mice where they overfed them and made them really, really obese uh -huh. And then cut their calories back to normal and caused them to lose weight, right. uh, where they would would get back to a, a quote unquote healthy weight for a mouse, whatever that is. Um, I'm not sure how many ounces a healthy weight for a mouse is off the top of my head. Uh, and then, uh, well, then what they found was once they did that, uh, they would they would like they keep them fat for three months or six months. I'm, I'm making the numbers up. I don't remember that the mice that had come back to normal weight took much fewer calories to maintain that healthy weight than a mouse who had never been overweight. That's and correct. It's exactly what you're talking about, that, that whole metabolic depression. Um, That's right. You know, and and That's right. at the time, they hadn't done enough studies to know how many years at a healthy weight it would take for the metabolism to kind of rebound or if it ever would. Um, you know, I used to joke that... Uh, you know, in, 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 in earlier times, <laughs> my metabolism would have been a strength. You know, I would be the, the big, strong guy when everybody else was starving because I could eat a piece of bread and gain a pound, you know, and in, in the event of a nuclear winter, I'd be the last guy alive kind of thing, um, which, you know, it's, it's, it's funny to joke, but there is some truth to it that, you know, maybe for me, what, what, uh, you know, what, what 2000 calories, what USDA says, 2000 calories may be too much for me at, at a certain point or whatever, if you're just going by calories because of 
things that I've done to my, my, my metabolism, metabolism, metabolism over the years, and it, it may take some some changes in the way I eat, and not just not just losing pounds, but the way I eat, the things that I eat, and the exercise that I get, and the type of exercise that I do to rebound that metabolism and bring it back to a healthy state. And so that's what I'm working toward. You know, I'm I want to be uh, healthy and fit for the rest of my life. I'm only 43. Um, and, you know, when I first started this, I would joke with my wife and say, I'm too young to get old. You know, I shouldn't feel like I'm 70 when I'm 40. Uh, right. You know, I'd see people that would run a 5K race, you know, and the guy that got fourth place was 41 years old, the same age I was at that time. And, I was, and he was beating people that were 20, 30 years old, 40, you know, other 40-year-olds. And I was like, what has he done differently? It can't just, it can't only be the fact that he's been running a bunch lately. You know, he's, he's actually in, in some ways in some metabolic and physical ways fitter than, uh, than I am, not just lighter, like you were talking about. You know, if I just wanted to lose pounds, I could go to the moon or cut my leg off. So uh, neither one of those is really an option for me. But, so anyway, um, jumping again to the next topic. This is, we're just doing, a, we're doing the Oprah Winfrey show where we get the, get, uh, the expert on the couch and just well, ask. Can I jump up on the couch like Tom Cruise did? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and rant about Scientology? Yes, Do you it. can. All right. So, um, one of the other one of the other comments in your email was uh, you you started to talk about the just the current state of the nation's health. Um, that's that's a huge topic, obviously. I mean, they there's a show every night on practically about the nation's health. Do you have any kind of just general words of encouragement for instead of trying to address the problem of our nation's health? That's that's too big of a topic for a single podcast. Right. <laughs> what words of encouragement if 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 uh, if I'm if I'm Aaron Butler, which I am, and yeah. I'm three years ago and I haven't gotten fitter at all, I'm I'm 400 pounds and and don't exercise and just really have nowhere no idea where to start, and and I stumble on this podcast because my mom makes me listen to it and I live in her basement or whatever. Um, not that every person that lives in their mom's basement. <laughs> Let it go, Aaron. Let it basement. go. Let it go. Sorry. Uh, if you know if I, I I listen to this podcast. What would you say to that person that um, that maybe is uh, unmotivated to even get started, other than they just know they need to do something? Uh, you know, the, the, so many times I see those people. They stay up to three o'clock in the morning. This was me. They see uh -huh. the P90X commercials with Tony Horton. They say, "I've got to make a change." They spend 150 bucks. They buy P90X. They do it one time. It's so strenuous and so hard they can't even begin to do it, and then they give up. And that's right. and that's and they just do that cycle over and over and over. What would be some first steps for that person that, that, that I'm talking about? Well, if, if they're at a place, um, first off, you know, for somebody who wants to change, they first have to literally have the desire to want to change. You, you can't make anybody do anything that they are, A, not ready to do. And, right. But once they're ready and they're just like, you know, I, I know I need to do something, I'm ready to do something. Essentially, you know, I always tell people it's, very, very helpful to either a find somebody that can guide you, whether it's a health practitioner, a trainer, a friend, someone that you can get on board, a buddy, some sort of support system, you know, whether it's telling all your families or friends, right. that's a big step to get yourself going. And then another thing that I know is a highly effective for people is to start journaling um, journaling a maybe how you feel what you'd like to change what your goals are what you would you know where you see yourself you know I mean you, even just your mental state of mind because usually you know a lot of people that are heavier are in a depressive state of mind and right. just be trying to trying to unravel and and take some of the layers away to kind of figure out you know where's your head and you know how did you even get to this place that you're at right now you know, you kind of need to understand all that so that you can look at it and see your, your triggers on some level and see, okay, you know what, I, I need to move forward and not back. And when you start writing and journaling and seeing it, it makes a huge difference. And I get far more success with people that, that do that. That's like a big step and they think it's so simple and they're like, well, it's all in my head. I know it. I'm like, it's not, trust me, you right. need to write it down, you know, and even if they start writing what they're eating down. That's another thing because some people are like, you know, once you have to start being uh, either accountable to yourself or to somebody else, writing your food down and, and so that you can see it or they can see it, it makes a huge, 
huge difference. You're, you, you know, once you've seen, you're like, you know, who wants to write down? I ate four Snickers today, or, right. you know, I went and ate seven McDonald's. I mean, you, you know, you, you kind of need a little bit of accountability. So I always say, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help because sometimes it's, it's a big hurdle to get over to make that change because there's a lot more, you know, and I'm sure Aaron, you saw it, that it's not, there's more to just losing the weight. It's a very psychological journey that you're going to go on to. It's super helpful if you have support. Did we lose her? (laughs) I think so. I was like, that was a real, um, real, real powerful pause there. I was anticipating what she was going to say next. I think maybe we need to vamp for a little bit and uh, And we'll get her back. Yes, indeed. I'm vamping. Oh, hello. There you go. Welcome back. Oh, did you not hear me on any of that? Um, we heard everything but where you said um, having support is super important. There you go. And then it was a very dramatic pause. A very, very. dramatic pause. And that What's I funny um, that, you, that all the things you say as you're sitting here, I'm like, you know, I just, I just dumb lucked into most of what you're saying. Because <laughs> this is what I did, Kate. I, uh, I decided I need to get healthy. You know, there's lots of reasons why, and, and people that listen to the show have heard them, and you read about them on the website if you want to read kind of my story. And so what I did, I, was, I already had a blog called Erroneous Findings that I just kind of wrote funny things, anecdotal, and I, my blog turned into my journal. Mm-hmm. I started talking about, this is what I'm doing. I went tonight and tried to walk for a mile just to see if I could walk for a mile, and and... and and I realized I could walk for a mile and be comfortable with it and enjoy it, you know, and just talking through that whole process. And then uh, I, a friend of mine who's a retired lieutenant colonel from the Army, I said, Brian, I'd like you to meet with me once a week and just talk to me about my journey and the process that I'm in and just keep me accountable so that I know every week I've got to answer to somebody about how I'm eating and whether I'm actually trying to be a little more active and that kind of stuff. So it's funny because everything you said, I did out of pure dumb luck. <laughs> It really just kind of, just kind of, uh, you know, what kind of put those pieces together myself. Maybe it's maybe it was because it was the fortieth time I tried to lose weight. I finally stumbled on the formula. Um, but yeah, and so I can say I'm saying all that to say not go me. But if you're listening to this, listen to Kate because I can speak from experience that what she's saying actually specifically worked in my life because I was that guy that had tried over and over and over to lose weight, um, and I did exactly what she's talking about. I told my family and friends I, you know, through, the, through the wonders of that marvelous thing they call Facebook now. I, I uh, you know, made myself accountable to all my friend list and I journaled on my blog about it because I type more than I write and I got somebody to, to help me stay accountable and to encourage me and I had great support from people that love me and know me and wanted me to be healthy and mm-hmm. I think that's what got me started. Yeah, and I think social media, I think the blog and, and putting it out there, I mean, you know, now you were out there, so you kind of yep. needed to, and then you got some support, whether it's through social media or your blog, that support system starts generating for you. And now it's kind of like, you know, you're not alone anymore. Well, and you know, as soon, as, soon as you feel you're kind of not alone too, and everyone's kind of supporting you because people want you to succeed, no doubt about right. it. And the ones right. that don't, then you need to get rid of them anyways. But the <laughs> ones that want you to succeed you know, that, that's going to push you and to, to keep going, you know, and sometimes in the beginning, you know, your own desire might not quite be there because you don't feel great. But once you get that other support going and you get some momentum, it becomes a lot easier. Well, I'll say, um, I'm not, I'm willing to admit it. And I have admitted it on the podcast before that I do this podcast 10% for the worldwide fame. 50% 50% for the listeners and 40% for me because it's an accountability tool for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can get on here each week and, and talk about being healthy and, and choosing, making better choices with my eating if, if I've just chunked it all out the window. Um, so every week I, you know, I get on here and I talk about making better choices and, it, and I'm talking to myself uh, as much as anything else. And the guests that I have on like you are a source of inspiration and encouragement to me. And so... Um, so that's the secret right there. There's the secret, Kate. Everybody start a podcast. That's right. <laughs> Everybody start your own podcast about being fit. That'll be the secret. That's right. But you know what, Aaron? I will be honest. When I started doing my blog a couple years ago, I, it was my quest was to become more educated. And because it was, I was writing, and the more I wrote, the more I understood. And so my writing, it, it, be, it became a lot about me and my understanding. But in the same context, I, I helped a lot of people. 
Right. But it, it was my desire to want to learn and grow, just like your desire to want to lose weight. And it was helpful to have this accountability and support and, you know, and you put it out there. Yeah. Well, I tell, you know, we, anytime we have a guest on the show, we are, we're, we're always more than happy to plug their website or their blog or their Facebook page. Um, but I just want to say, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, Kate's website is definitely one you want to go ahead and take a look at. So even if you listen to this podcast in the car or it automatically goes to your iPod and you listen to it while you're exercising or something like that, this is one you want to go back, pull up the computer and go to katedaring.com and just check out some of her blog posts because she has all like so for, let me just go back to a few of them and you know she doesn't do 50 a week and and i and i think it's because they're high quality <laughs> like uh the truth about carbohydrates so there's an article all about carbs low carb no carb carb free and all those kind of things nuts and seeds too much of a good thing only if mark uh smokes some chipotle almonds and leaves them at his desk where i can eat them that's the only problem that's the only time nuts are too <laughs> i just give mark a hard time he he smoked some some almonds over the weekend and at home home smoked them and they were fantastic the egg the egg the great egg debate we just talked about there's no joy in soy so uh talk to talk about soy and how popular it is now and, and is it good is it bad and should you should you use it or should you not how to increase your metabolism on a cell level what's up with vitamin d calcium what you need to know i mean these are this is some great articles um people so you need to jump on katedaring.com and check that out and you also have uh, kate daring fitness on facebook correct correct mm-hmm. so do you post things is it different material usually on both? Because it looks like your Kate Daring Fitness, you know, is, is a little more frequent, but probably not the level of the articles that you get on the blog, right? Is that am I right? Just to- okay. right. I probably okay. write a blog. I try to once every two weeks. They they get more in detail every time I write one. I you know I end up using thirty references, so it just gets longer but you know so and then I I tr- I post on Facebook at least a couple times a day, and so they're just information little blurps here and there to, to create awareness and to just make people think right. yeah, essentially exactly. yeah we have a, a friend one of our friends that's been on the show uh started a facebook group called fit and fabulous uh-huh. and it's, it's the same kind of thing it's it's really a social support group in a lot of ways and she's the main kind of uh force behind it but lots of people post on there just their own successes their own struggles words of encouragement and things like that and um and it's great because it's it's uh, not an overwhelming volume of information, right. but it's enough that you get a couple of things a day to encourage you. And sure. so uh, it's, I think that's great. If you have you know, three or four or five of those sources in your life of, of constant um, reminders and encouragement, it, it certainly can't hurt. So, No, it'd be great. So let me, Mark, are we going to ask a question? Yeah, I have a question. Um, just regarding you personally, Kate, you're, uh, you know, I, I grabbed your picture off of your Facebook page, and, and that's uh-huh. what I'm putting up here for the people watching the video. Um, you are not uh, an overweight, out-of-shape person. You are ripped, uh, you know, in the, in the top 5% of physical fitness. Have you always been like that? Have you ever struggled with, with being overweight or out of shape? Or, or what is your background in that? Uh, I've always been an athlete. Um, I've probably, I would be on the side of an over-exerciser versus, excuse me, an under-exerciser. So when I hit into my late thirties, um, because I probably just overtrained so much all my life, you know, my, my body's metabolism really took a hit. And so I, I had to do a lot of changes to kind of alleviate the damage that I've been done. And that's why I'm, I'm a big advocate of finding the balance because I, I work right. with a lot of triathletes that have just crushed their metabolisms into the ground from overtraining. So it's, you know, there's a balance between the, the person that has done nothing and then the person that trains 20 hours a week, you know, they're one's too much and then obviously one's too little. And so, you know, that was kind of my journey is I, I took it too, too hard, too long and then damaged myself and kept getting injured and all sorts of fun things started happening to me until I, I kind of had to take a step back and let my body heal and actually really decrease my exercise level and change a lot of things about my diet until, you know, I, I started to feel better again. And now so, I, I feel great. <laughs> Thank God. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, a lot of my pains and aches and things, once I shed the weight, just went away. Mark and I had a discussion the other day. I had quote unquote chronic back problems, you know, mm-hmm. sciatica, um, just, you know, 
if I bent over the sink to wash a little, you know, do a, do a, you know, a sink full of dishes for my wife, by the time I stood up from it, I would just be in pain. Forget trying to get underneath the sink to, to you know, uh, work on a, a pipe or something like that or work on the car. And, and I didn't even realize it until months into it that that was just gone um, because of the stresses that I had put on my body for all those years and how my body, once I took that stress off, just, I, I really believe it just healed itself. Whatever was bulging or poking or pinching, once the weight was off, my body was able to kind of breathe, for lack of a better word, just uh, took care of itself. I've never, never had surgery for it, never, you know, didn't do anything, didn't go to the chiropractor or hang from my ankles or anything crazy like that. It just went away. And um, so I, I, I think um, that listening to, I don't know what I'm even trying to say. I'm trying to make a point that doesn't need to make because you already made it beautifully. So I'm just going to shut up now and move on to the next thing. All right. So, because uh, I can do that. I'm the host of the show. <laughs> so, Kate, if I ask almost everybody, um, and you've touched on this a little bit <clears throat> before because I asked a similar question earlier, but if you're in the grocery store line, this is always my scenario. I don't know why we, we don't ever go anywhere else because it's a food and fitness show. We're always in the grocery store line. If you were in the grocery store line and the person in front of you was obviously uh, unhealthy, not you know not fit, didn't look well, whatever, whether uh-huh. they would be too fat, too skinny, it doesn't matter. And and you know for whatever reason you struck up a conversation with them, maybe they're a talker like I am or like Mark is, and um, and you said, well, how are you doing? And they said, I'm not doing too great. I'm blah 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 blah. You know I'm you know I'm. Feeling bad, I'm 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 out of shape. I, I need to get healthy or whatever because they see you and can tell you're, you know, you just came from the gym. You got your your uh, workout outfit on or whatever. Um, what would you say to that person in that just that two minutes that you've got right there or that three minutes? You know, we we had a little bit longer discussion about journaling and things like that. But what kind of words of encouragement could you say in just two minutes, if anything, to somebody that to help them take that first step to begin those other things we talked about? I know that's a hard question to ask. It's yeah, it's it's a big spectrum of things. And so I always ask people, you know, why they want to get healthy. You know, why do you want to do this? Because if you don't have a why, then you're not really gonna have the drive to get to wherever you want to go. And and you know, and I might ask them why four times, meaning, well, I want to get healthy or because I want to be lighter. Okay, well, why do you want to be lighter? Well, because, you know, I mean, and it might, and it could come down oh, yeah, to that's, that's whatever it ends up coming down to. I just want to feel better about myself or I want to see my kids get married or whatever that is, because you got to hit them in, in the heart and they, they got to feel it and they got to really get emotional about it. Because if you're not emotional about this journey, you know, it, you're not going to connect to it and you've got to connect to your journey. You've got to just, get in touch with that why every day, put it by your, 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 your nightstand and look at it and say, you know what, I do want to see my kids get married and I, I want to see my grandkids and I, I don't want to be a detriment to my family and all these all things. Right. And, you know, that's going to be the reason you get up and you go and walk and, and you start eating better and, and then you'll start feeling better and then it will become, you know, as soon as you start feeling better, the journey becomes a lot easier. Right. That's good. That's good. If I was in the grocery store line and you said that to me, I would take note of it. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. I, and I've shared this on the store on the on the show many times, and and uh, I'll just share it just so you kind of know where I'm coming from. And because this might be the first time somebody's heard this podcast, it might be the only one they ever hear. For me, it was uh, my son was turning four, and I wanted to be able to to be a dad to him, not just somebody that went to work and and paid for his food and clothes. I wanted to be able to interact with him. Um, second thing was my own health was beginning to fail. I'd only you can only skate by on good genes, you know, for so long. I, I, luckily, I have a very healthy family. We don't have a history of heart disease. We don't have a history of high blood pressure. But my body was, at that point, I'd been fat for long enough and fat enough that my blood pressure was creeping up, my blood sugar was creeping up, and I was starting, my health was starting to, to fade. But then the third thing was, and this is what you're talking about, that emotional connection, that thing that really gets you going. Um, my sister had passed away the December before um, in 09 from lung cancer and she had done everything that she could do to be healthy and in spite of everything that she did to be healthy she had her health taken by disease and mm-hmm. the only thing I had wrong with me was I was fat and lazy that was mm-hmm. it I mean literally I, had, I didn't have any I, I wasn't in a wheelchair I didn't have a you know I, I wasn't an amputee I didn't have any reason that I couldn't be healthier um, 
and so I just decided, you know what, I'm just being a horrible steward of the gift of good health that, that God has given me. And I did it for, for my family. I did it for myself. And I also did it um, out of honor to the memory of my sister in some ways. And just for her to have that loss and my family to have that loss and then me kind of take for granted what I have, I, uh, I just felt like that was it. You know, that, that was that was. I spent about seven months thinking about that from the time she passed away in December to July of the next year. And that was it. That was what, that was what finally made me say, you know what, that's enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And that's a great why. And that's, and that was it. If you'd asked me why that's now I can, t- I can tell you why. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think the people who fail, who try and fail, it's because they don't have a why. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it is. Yeah. That's good. So we need to we need to name we need to name this podcast other than just uh, a chat with Kate Deering. So maybe we'll call it Kate asks why. <laughs> I think that'd be good. Kate asks you why. So, well, Kate, I really appreciate you being with us tonight. Um, we we really could talk for for hours. I hope I hope you enjoyed being here as much as we enjoyed having you. And if you ever have a topic that you really want to cover, and maybe you want to have a podcast as a resource that you could give to people. And say, you know what, I've, I spent an hour talking to these two guys about this very topic. Go home, download this podcast, and listen to it. In addition to reading it on your blog or whatever, we'd, I'd be, love to facilitate that for you in any way. So basically, I'm giving you that, that, that ever-so-coveted open invitation to One Meal, One Workout that's only been given out to three other people in the history of the show. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> so well, I appreciate you want, that. Thank you so much. And I, and I'm absolutely, I, I say it jokingly, but I'm serious. If you ever want to come back on, you have a topic that you think people need to hear about, um, you just email me and let me know and we will, we will open a slot up for you. We'll kick somebody else. We'll bump somebody. We'll bump well, somebody I, back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. And you know, I always say if you, if you keep reading or you have other people read my blogs because they can be quite controversial and you would like for me to come on and talk about them, by all means, let me know. And you know, okay. I, would, I would make myself available for you. I'm going to go back and, and catch up on all of them because there's quite a few there. I've read... I've read most of the more recent ones, um, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and read through them and see see if some jump out at me. And we, I might you might be hearing back from me again soon. So thanks Sounds again, good. and uh, we'll let you go and enjoy that beautiful San Diego weather. If you thank you, Mark and Aaron, it was a pleasure. If you're out in the San Diego area and uh, you need somebody to help you get healthy and get fit, go to katedeering.com. There is a uh, there's a little button there. You know, people do these things on websites called contact pages, and Kate has one. And she has all her information right there on that contact page. Um, so it's Kate Deering. That's D-E-E, like in the animal, not as in I love you, dear. KateDeering.com. Um, she's got her contact information. She does, um, not only does she do, you know, work as a trainer, fitness coach, health, lifestyle coach, person, nutrition, all those things uh, personally, but she also does phone or Skype anywhere in the country. So we know we have listeners all over the world. Um, so if you just want to reach out to Kate and, and, uh, engage her services, uh, you can do that right there at katedeering.com. Fantastic. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Kate. Have a great night. Good night Kate. You too, guys. Bye-bye. All right. I'm, I'm so sad that Don missed that. I think Don would have loved to have visited with her. Well, we'll just have to have her back. That's all there is to it. It's, it's been said, it's been done. It will happen. <laughs> so, so it is written, so it will be done. That's what I meant to say. So um, anyway, last chance, last, not last chance. You got a couple more chances, depending on when you hear this podcast, uh, to get your money into the American Cancer Society. Send me an email, katedeering.com, onemealoneworkout.com, elementopi.com. Find a website about fitnessandreadit.com, <laughs> lose some weight and get healthy.com. Uh, yeah, all those things. So Mark, do you have any, any final words before we let people go tonight? I just want to hit on that that one thing again. That was sort of revelatory to me. Um, find your why. You know, we've talked about motivation and we've talked about that before. And I, I really think you know every everybody within the sound of my, everybody within the sound of my voice. Uh, ponder your why. Uh, and, right. if, and if you don't have one, that's why you're failing. You know, it's it, yeah. I feel like Yoda there. That is why you fail. Um, but that that's what it is. You've got to know. You've got to know why you're doing this. You got to know what the end game is. Um, and it's got to be big because changing your life is big. And so you got to have a yeah. big reason to do it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, if, uh, if you're hearing this podcast live, if you're on the live stream or, or listening to it, 
um, live. Think about me tomorrow night, 24 hours from now, I'll be finishing up. I won't, I won't quite be finished yet. I'll be three quarters of the way through my eight mile run. And the weather is supposed to be nasty. Nice. <laughs> so that'll be fun out there tomorrow. Now, let's see. Everybody, please hold. And Saturday is a 17 mile run? 16 again. 16 again. All right. Yeah, so you, 16, you, you, you get to they, slack off and only do 16 miles this week. I don't know why. I, I, I mean, I don't know enough about the program. I know it's the, the most popular one out there, but um, it's, it's strange because it doesn't go exactly. When I first glanced at it, I thought it literally went up one mile a week on the weekends, but it doesn't. It goes like 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 11, 12, 14, 16, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. No, 17, 18, 20. Why? It skips 19 into two sixteenths? I don't, I don't know. Is, Is it 20 twice? Nope. You Just do 20 once. and then you do 9 and you do 8, what they call the quote-unquote taper. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, and I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not probably going to be a, a, a Roger Wright, the guy who motivated me to do this. I'm not going to be a, um, you know, a multi-marathon guy. This will probably be my one and done just because of the amount of time investment it takes to do it. Um, but this is this is like a milestone, touchstone, uh, mental. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? This is like a watershed moment in my life to to go through this process um, and uh, commit myself to this and, and do it. I feel like I'm you know the guy that goes and does the the Army Rangers, you know, uh, Navy SEALs type thing. You know, it's, there's no comparison, but right, probably is compared to their physical. <laughs> Their physical abilities to what they're doing compared to my measly physical abilities, what I'm trying to do. But uh, yeah, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, 30% chance of rain, 51 degrees, winds 15 miles an hour. That ought to be fun. <laughs> maybe it'll be a tailwind and it'll help you. Maybe it will be. Yeah, maybe it will be. So, all right. Um, thanks again to Kate Deering, uh, Kate Deering Fitness on Facebook, katedeering.com on the website, uh, and lots of great information on her blog and words of encouragement very similar to fit and fabulous 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 on uh on on the on the facebook page um so you know either way like i always say music begins to fade in if you're going to go out there and start making changes to your health and your activity level and your fitness and your diet i recommend mark recommends we recommend it's recommended that you consult your health care provider goodbye